Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name is Ben. And I'm Hector. How's it going, Hector? It's going fantastic. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. Um, but just before we get going, there's something um, I need to address. Uh, I w- last week we had Reggae Lou and the Kind Buds on, and um, I was made aware that w- one of the songs they played, I'm In Love With You, was written by Ricky Balouf, who at one point was in the band, okay. but um, he... Uh, wasn't sort of represented as having been the songwriter of the song. And, uh, um, you know, what, one thing that I think is important when people come on the show is that they, uh, you know, is that they play songs that they've written because then obviously they, they can talk about it. And, sure, uh, sure. You know, and I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew that Ricky wrote that song because, um, you know, he should get his justice. That's a great song. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah, absolutely. He should get his credit. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so shout out to Ricky. Yeah, and if you're coming on the show, you know, like um, do us a favor. And uh, if you're playing songs by people who – that then uh, tell us that because otherwise you know it gets a little awkward yeah, <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> yeah. anyway um yeah we we have uh bill john and ron from the cravens here today how's Whoa. it going guys Welcome. going good good cool going good. all right thank um, you for having us yeah it's our pleasure so um can you tell us a little bit about um the, the kind of band you are and how how long you've been together and stuff uh yeah go ahead john yeah okay um to put it in a nutshell we're kind of like um well, we started off kind of like Americana with like a little bit of a like punkyish edge to it, okay. but um, focusing really on the on the songwriting oh, and great. on the melodicism that we have. Yeah, and then we've developed into like a a rock band, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a full full force rock band that um, covers a spectrum of things that are more Americana ish but heavier, and then really kind of. Metally at times, you oh, know, great. Punky, uh, pop, cool, pop rock. So a lot, you're American covering a lot of bases. American pop rock. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Do. Yeah. We yeah. Do. yeah, That's cool that you're focusing on on the writing, as you know, because that's something that you know, Kill uh, Killbillies, our band, we uh, we do those three four hour gigs, but we also write as well, you know. And you, right. it's nice to be able to do both. You know? Yeah, writing's the yeah. uh, main focus. Definitely. I mean, to tell you the that's truth, great. we would uh, we've been kind of lucky because, like other bands, you know, that, that write music, we, we get to go out and we get to play our originals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it. I would not be involved really if it was just playing cover tunes. It's not what I want to do. And, I hear you. It's yeah. like that that um, sort of artistic creative element is um, very important to me. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Sure. yeah and, uh, and unfortunately, the cover tunes is a necessary evil. Is a necessary, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you got to throw. Yeah. I, yeah. I think right now we're probably doing about. 60, 60, 40. 60, 40. Oh, wow. Yeah, 60% original. 60% original. Wow, yeah. 40%. wow that's, a, that's a pretty good Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got a great response yeah, from the originals. Really, Absolutely. That's fantastic. I mean, some people would be out there like lipping along like they know the words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at that one over there. Look at she's singing along. And she doesn't know how, uh, <laughs> how long have you guys been together? Well, we just feel like six years. 40 years. <laughs> well, a long time. The three of us have been together on and off for a very long time. Yeah. But we're friends from... Decades. Oh, nice. That's great. Decades. That's I mean, awesome. Best yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. And then we're brothers. Oh. And then Ron's our brother also. From another mother. That's From another right. mother, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good so, stuff. But as so the we're, Cravens we're as, family. But, but as the Cravens as a rock band, six years. Okay. Yeah. Six years. And the other two guys in the band are just as much family. We've known them mm-hmm. as equally as long. That's in wonderful. various combinations. So. Cool. So. Um, it's like we're a family. You, you guys have been playing music for a long time in the area. Um, like, could you give us a bit of an idea of uh, other bands you've played with and, 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 and what the scene was like, you know, years ago? Have you got oh any sort of interesting tidbits you could tell us about? Uh, well, I, I'll, 
I'll tell you one kind of a neat thing. We were the first band to play Sunfest. <laughs> really? <laughs> back in that the day. is neat. Back in the day. Back in the what day. What were you called then? What were you called then? Blackbox Approach. Blackbox Approach. Okay. I don't think, Ron, you were, you were, no, you were with us. No. You weren't with yeah. us at that time. But, this is the early 80s, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Wave, yeah the, first, you know. the first Sunfest. Yeah. Oh, that's a little awesome. keyboard. Yeah, that's you know? awesome. Synthesizer. Ron with a little synthesizer. Ron can probably say more about what the scene was like back in the 80s because he was out playing more than we were back then. Gotcha. Yeah. What bands have you been in over the years, Ron? Uh, a lot of local bands. Right. Um, my friend James yeah. says you're his favorite local guitarist. He's, oh wow! He's, he's seen you play yeah. a lot of times. James, James is our uh, is our banjo player for Killbillies. Oh really? Oh, yeah. um, and okay. he's also a bass player and frontman for Butch and the Fat Dudes. So, oh, so okay. he's okay. I yeah, so he's yeah, yeah, so he's played a few times with you guys. When yes. you guys have split yeah. gigs and stuff. Yep, um, we did with uh, the uh, one band was the Blackbirds. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And yeah. We play with them. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen you play a couple times with the Blackbirds yeah. with James spending right. the night. Yeah, because yeah. we went to go see James and you guys. It was were actually there. average jokes. Okay, yeah. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the but, person um, the Fat Dudes play a lot in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just a lot of uh, a lot of different bands because uh, like I fill in on bass in some bands also. Cool. Uh, so, like somebody's out of town. And do you do it for a like living? That. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So um, we got some questions we ask everybody that mm-hmm. come in, and one of them um, is uh, like, "What first got you into playing music? Why did you start playing music? And and what and what were some of the kind of early influences? Some of the early music you were listening to that kind of inspired you? And we may as well sort of go this direction. Okay. So, Bill, you want to take that? What I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. What got me into music was. Probably you can say girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was Keith Richards. Oh, really? And cool. and I was just always intrigued by drugs. I really was. And sure. I, that was just a part of it. And I think the drugs kind of led me into it. Right. Got me into it first. <laughs> 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 and then I learned how to play. You know. I yeah. mean, really, it was it was the whole look, the feeling, you know, the Stones, the Beatles. It was all that, yeah. you know, glam and all that kind of stuff that kind of got me into it. And then John nice. and I started writing songs really early yeah. and. Cool. Like Thirteen years old, fourteen, and that's awesome. But that's probably what got me into it. To be mm-hmm. Honest. Yeah, it's awesome. pretty much so. Ditto. Uh, Bill's my older brother, and um, we have five older sisters, and they had impeccable mm-hmm. taste of music, and they were older than us. So when we were like little tiny kids, like four years old, we we're listening to the Stones, we we're listening to the Beatles, we we're listening to the fucking Who. Yeah, Bob Dylan. I mean. Great taste. They had great That's taste great. of music, and we got turned on to all the re- all the right. cool stuff, all the really good stuff yeah. from the mid '60s up until the mid '70s. So that, that's what we were eating and feeding yeah, ourselves. Great. And then by the time we were old enough to do drugs, it's like, okay, Keith it all did drugs. <laughs> yeah. We're doing drugs, you know. Brian Jones, yeah. the whole fucking yeah. bit. You know, it. we're intrigued by the whole thing about it. You know, and then glam Bowie the and the, the whole bit is like, okay, crowd. we're sold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I get it. You know, there's def- definitely. Uh, Definitely, when I was a teenager, that there was a lot of mystique surrounding surrounding drugs for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And the rock stars then were much more bigger stars than, sure. than you know, like the golden age of Hollywood yeah. in terms yeah. of how the film was. That's the same thing music was in the sixties and seventies. It was yeah, just exactly. like they were stars. You know? so yeah. Of course they're gonna do what they yeah. want to do. Well I, I think part of that is is uh you know, back back in those days um, 
musicians, much like movie stars, were were less accessible. As yes. the, yeah. you know, these days yeah. with social media and everything, I feel you know I feel like everybody's dirty laundry is you know is out there, right. and you know every last little thing. I mean, you know, right. I mean, you get up in the morning and turn on social media, and you know, you you, you can see what Mick Jagger had for breakfast because he posted it. You know, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. There was yeah. a mysteriousness to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a mysteriousness absolutely. to it. It was just less accessible. You know? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely You're right. Absolutely right. Well, they say never meet your idols, don't they? Because you know you'll be disappointed and. Um, right. I guess these days we're just we are, we are doing we're meeting them you know yeah, so effectively you know? yeah 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 there's this whole thing going on with Mick Jagger right now I get they're out on tour where he's like showing up in like all these bars have you seen that like nobody <laughs> recognizes him I really? it's like, it's like yeah, nobody recognized me tonight blah 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 it's just like it's like weird it's like okay <laughs> that's <laughs> actually kind of cool <laughs> it's it is cool it is cool that's great what about you Ron what got you into music originally uh, do you have a musical family Yes. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather played, uh, and my dad played um, Hawaiian guitar. Oh, cool. Uh, like the lap steel yeah. guitars. And um, I guess uh, I accompanied them when I was like 12 on a guitar, just using the last four strings, playing bass Yeah. On, to accompany them. Oh, cool. And I think that's where it started. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. So when did you uh, start sort of, you know, really seriously taking the guitar seriously uh i, I think uh uh i was listening to eight tracks right like uh paul rogers with free yeah and um and uh, Earl, uh exile on main street yeah. and uh stuff like that cool. and so i was i was playing bass and then i started playing guitar um with some people and bass with some people gotcha okay that's awesome. The uh, I'm just sort of interested in what, like, wh where you got your uh, kind of taste and style from, and where and, and some of your techniques. Do you have any sort of favorite technical guitarists that you copied and emulated when you were young? Uh, well, uh, Paul Kotsoff from right. Free, yeah, um, and uh, of course uh, the Stones, and right. um, and maybe a couple of those guys like. Uh, Progressive guys like um, I know when you get put on the spot, so you can't remember. Uh, Mick Ronson. I know. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mick yeah. Ronson. Yeah, cool. Uh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We see the David it's, Bowie guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 The Spiders. Yeah, that was a great band. They yeah, great. yeah. They're great. Yeah, and he he played in loads of different bands, didn't he? I always thought yeah. he was really cool. That guy. Yeah, great guitar player. Totally. Yeah. There's these great, this amazing footage from um, Top of the Pops in the '70s when. Um, it's Starman, I think they're playing. Yes, oh. yeah, I've seen that. Seen that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Great. When I was a kid and I <laughs> saw that, I mean, in the, I mean, I was seeing it 10 years after it came out, but I remember they used to do reruns of it all the time on UK TV, and I, yeah, that was definitely captivated me. For yeah, sure. like, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great, great stuff. Are we? Oh, my God. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. So do you guys have a writing process when it comes to writing songs? Yeah, we do. Oh, tell us about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, what we do is I'll sit back and I'll come up with the song and the melodies and lay it out and then my brother and I will sit back and we'll write the lyrics Okay. and then we'll tweak out the song and yeah. make it and then the band comes together and they all add their special elements yeah. to it all too Cool. That's, that's, that's how it is now no, that's how it, that's is how it, is. it used to be different it used to be 50-50 across the board right. but, but now it's just my life has gotten busy yeah, <laughs> yeah. so Bill does the writing you know, 80% of it and yeah. then we'll get together and, and do the lyrics. flush it out yeah, the lyrics is 
I enjoy a bit of help with the lyrics too because sometimes there's just stuff that you just is right in front of you but you're just missing it. You know? Yeah. yeah. It always comes up for me. It's always train and you know the road and you know it's like <laughs> give me a fucking break. <laughs> I can only go. I can only go so far and it's like I need help. I got you. But but we're together. We. We make it work, so. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Like, keep it in the family. Yep. yep, <laughs> yep. And then we all arrange our own parts, so we're all kind of like all making the song work together. Yeah. That's you know? cool. Juan writes all of his... All part, the bass player writes all of his parts, drummer, yeah. you know, so we all just kind of go in. Everyone and does just, their own thing. Yeah. Do Complete you play, um, creative freedom. How much, impro- how much is it improvisation and how much is it written wrong with your guitar lines, I think? Um... Actually, most of it's written. Right. And not and, and only stray... From the lines a little bit live, yeah. okay, you yeah. know, but uh, but yeah, basically by the time it comes to when we record them, yeah, then that stuff is pretty definite, right? You know, yeah. I find with the lead type stuff that that after I've played a song out live, it's basically what you're saying. After I've played a song out live a few times, what was improvisation just starts to solidify into like something sure. I'm it playing evolved, every time. And, yeah. and then it evolves. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then by the time, yeah, exactly, by the time I record it, it's like, well, what have I been playing over it the most? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, um, so, like, we asked this, it's always quite an interesting question because and, and because everyone has a different answer to it. So do you... In terms of like instrumental at home on your own, do you still practice? Um, a little bit, no, I do. Mean, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I'll, I'll practice. I'll do, you know, different, uh, learn different pickings, patterns, and all that kind of stuff, and just okay. sit back until I get it right, and you know, stuff like that. So you've been and, doing uh, some of the like Travis picking and stuff like that. Yep, it's great. When I learned that a couple like about a year ago, it's like, oh, it opens up so much. You yeah, know, for sure. Go back and forth, get your thumb moving, get your fingers moving, it's great. That's where I'm it, at at the moment, is trying to make my finger pick you. Yeah, like one of my favorite guitar players is Lindsey Buckingham. I mean, oh, yeah. I just absolutely love him. I just saw him two weeks ago up in St. Augustine. Incredible, oh, wow. incredible I concert. He's playing up there, yeah. <laughs> Amazing concert. He's like one of my favorites, you know? Yeah. What kind of gig was that? My friend, of, A friend of mine was doing a review for it, and I saw it on... Uh, Saw it on social media. Was it like it? What, what kind of venue is it in? It's kind of like an. To me, it reminded me of like an old church. You okay. know, like cool. an old church. Um, I think it's called Pointa. I, I can't think of the name of the place, but yeah. but they have uh, national acts go through all, all the time. You That's know, awesome. all the time. And do you uh, buy his albums? Like I don't think I've ever sat down and listened to a solo. Oh yeah, album. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, we've never bought him, but there was one album that he came out with called Law and Order. Oh, it was amazing. his first solo album. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Amazing. Yeah, it's I bet. really, really right. good. It's not like real technical like you'd expect it to be. Just great songs, great pop songs, weird recording techniques, you know, the production's off the chain in a in a weird way. Yeah. Kinda like Tusk plus twelve. Yeah. It's oh, so wow. bizarre. It's a great album. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is it Check kinda... it out, Law and Order. Yeah. Yeah, good. I will do, definitely. Really, really good. Yeah, I heard some uh some funny stories about when they were recording Tusk and, you know, just tons of cocaine in the studio. Oh, that's what they should have called Coke. Yeah. Up all <laughs> night. Yeah. the end of this album. It's gonna, we're going to call it Coke. Just do it. It's a It sounds so good. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's a weird album. And it, they had like re, to re-record it like, you know, four times because they spent like $4 million making it. And oh, my God. Put it all yeah. coked out. <laughs> but he did a lot of it on his own at night. He you did. Know, just being up his all night. His songs are strange. Yeah. yeah they're sure. good. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lindsey Buckingham is my, he's my, you know, one of my mom's sort of guitar heroes. And um, 
And so I, you know, she used to play me the Fleetwood Mac albums and and point me towards the Lindsey Buckingham tunes on there, and I've always respected him. But I never mm. actually spent the time to listen to his solo albums. And so I was listening to a, an interview with him just the other day, actually, and thinking mm. I need to get on that. So yeah, this is kind of reinforced. Yeah, yeah. The only one, one I really know is Law and Order. Um, I've right. heard some of the other ones, bits and pieces. They're all, they all have major pluses to them. Yeah. But I'm not like you know digging through, right? His you know. <clears throat> Chronology or whatever you want to say, it's like you know. By the time his solo albums were coming out, I'm, I'm on to other things besides him. You know, I love that like yeah. little parlor size like a nylon guitar thing that he plays. And he yeah, beautiful, rips it. Rips it. it. Yeah. Rips yeah. it. He's got yeah. that right. He's got that feedback or, or the, the the bounce back just perfect. Just yeah, like, yeah. a little bit of slap back on there. Beautiful. Yeah, totally. I love a little guitar, me. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All about a small guitar. Um, yeah, um, what did you practice at home? Uh, no, no, not much. I'm practicing on something else, though, right now. That's mixing. Oh, okay. Doing, uh, we're recording a CD, so I'm around the clock working on that. John's producing. Okay, you guys um, are recording. Yeah. So do you have, a, like, a studio set up at home? It's a home studio, yeah. yeah. It's... it's the Pro Tools. There's Pro Tools, and we've got you know all the different kinds of plugins, all kinds of. You got any stuff. outboard stuff? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, that's we I do don't. Not. Okay. No, we do not. Yeah, it's something that I've. Heard. What kind of mics are you using? Um, sure. Okay. You know all kinds of stuff. You know, it's it's not. Uh, it's not the best. It's not the best, but we're making it I've got one in my house, too. You know, yeah, it's just, we're making it work. He's a Mac with Logic, and I've got a Focusrite. Um, you uh-huh. know, yeah, we have a Focusrite. I think I, yeah, I think everybody does. You Everyone know, I ask says yeah, they have a Focusrite. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised, though. I mean, you'd be surprised, like, these days, you know, it doesn't take, you know, much high-quality equipment to get a decent recording, you know? For sure. No. Uh, you it have to be a real audiophile to notice that, you know, people will be like, oh, it has, like, um, I, I forget the word, like um, little sort of transient, like um, pips and stuff like that. If you don't get super nice gear, some people can hear it, but um, you know. And I think yeah. the difference between just a focus right and, and the next step up, you know, like a sort of three thousand dollar interface or something. Yeah. There are some people who say they can hear it, but I'm not sure I can. Maybe I yeah. damaged my ears. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, there is a difference. <laughs> there is a difference because the previous two albums that we've recorded was recorded at a studio that had all the outboard gear and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a certain, like, quality that comes like with, with, like, a, with the preamps and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But the whole thing is that they have plugins now, which can really get close to that. Sure. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, you know, we're not millionaires. No, exactly. <laughs> not even close. Yeah, so, I use those, the, the, you know, saturation <laughs> and tape plugins. Right. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, and, and it works and it sounds good. It yeah. sounds good and yeah. it's coming along. That's yeah. cool. It's so nice yeah. how accessible recording is these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we. I am in a ska punk band, No Name Ska Band, and we just, we just uh, released an album that we recorded at my house. And it's doable, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, we we let um, there. I we didn't master. it. We got someone else to master it. Mm. And because I can do that, but you know, other people can do it better. So you know, we sent yeah. it away. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah, I think that if someone's a mastering engineer and that's all they do all day long, you know, how are you going to be better than that? You know, yeah. you might as well just yeah. let them yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Our well, last, our last CD we put out before this, we let somebody master it and they bad job butchered it. It, 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 oh, it sounded no. dull. It was kind of lifeless. I mean, the playing is good on it, but the the quality was just like he was what we're a, doing as what we're doing right now already sounds better than that. Yeah, well, interesting. When it was wow. mastered professionally. Yeah, wow. but yeah, but he was he was like a, a purist, wasn't he? Telling you he, he was, was like he would only wanted so many DVs or whatever and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, G- okay. giving me a hard time on the. Oh, he was letting um, it. He was letting it like breathe like too much. No, 
Well, yeah. explain it. Uh, I'm not going to explain it because uh, in case he watches. Oh, it, you uh, don't want to just yeah. 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 We're not going to use him again. No. <laughs> Fuck him. No, Come on, no, get no, with no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> You'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sucked. No. Um, oh, yeah, well, anyways, um, yeah. the quality Sorry, we're getting on now is already better than that. Five, so six, we're happy music. about that. Burning bridges. One <laughs> studio, one master. No, you weren't the one dealing with them. No, I know I wasn't. I wasn't the one dealing with them. And Nancy dealt with them too so whatever uh whatever yeah cool it's sounding better so ron do you, do you still practice uh, every day i get up i practice that's great how many hours day. you do anything um uh easily probably probably three or four that's great day. do you have a uh like a method like no it's i'm i'm, I'm practicing material that i have to learn Gotcha. For other people. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And, you know, you, that that's almost as good as just straight up technical practicing anyway. Do you find yourself having to learn a lot of sort of fast solos and metal stuff? No, actually, uh, just learning a lot of difficult chords. Okay. And, uh, um, you know. Is it just uh, across the just board in terms some, of bands you're playing in? Is it just like a whole kind of... Uh, what's that? Does it run the gamut of genre, the kind of bands yeah, that you're playing? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're a rock band. Yeah. And I'm also playing in a uh, Stones tribute band. Right. I'm also playing with uh, 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 Delta Blues. Oh, cool. Artist. And, uh, what are you doing in that? Like you electric guitar? Um, that's that's really cool. It's uh, really good stuff. Um this guy writes all his stuff. His name's Joey George, okay, and Joey um, okay. and uh, I learned so so many chords I never knew. Oh, from, from him while over the last six years of playing with him. Yeah, because I had to learn him for his songs. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I learned a lot. That's really and, interesting. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, you, you know, like uh, I. I've just got these sort of two projects, but I can see that that's one of the real upsides of uh, of playing with a lot of people is you just get this. Yeah. You know, the th- the way I learn the most is through teaching because someone will bring something to me and be like, you know, how do you play this? And I'm like, well, I better figure it out pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. And yeah, so, you know, sometimes you have uh, you have students that are really good, you know. And mm. actually, the best, I've said this on here before, and I always say it all the time. The guy that runs the place, um, LMC, the, he's good, Justin, he, uh, he he gave me the best piece of teaching advice I've ever had, which is find out what they don't know and teach them that, you know? Because there's always cool. something mm. that someone doesn't know. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, like, and, and that completely took away my fear of teaching. Because I had, a, you know, that, like imposter syndrome a little bit sometimes, you know? Right. If someone came and they were just like a tapping m- monster or something, right. and you'd be like, oh, well, I can't tap as well as them. But then, you know, they, they maybe they don't even really know how, how to play sort of to finger pick or or play jazz chords comping or stuff like right. that you know yeah. find the thing they don't know you know yeah. that's very cool yeah, yeah. and once cool. once i got told that it just opened up the world of teaching for me it really mm-hmm. did but um okay so do you uh have any uh future plans what's what's coming up what's in the pipes guys is working out this cd yeah yeah and we've got about 10 more songs that we're in the process of writing for hopefully the next CD, you know? Yeah. Yeah, cool. And We've got a lot in the back burner. A lot in the yeah. back burner, just pulling it forward. you got 10 Trying songs to... already for the next CD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of like... writing machines. Just yeah. Keep yeah. writing. So. Keep writing. And, uh, you know, just having fun. Don't expect a yeah. whole lot of it except for having a really good time. And, you know, we can sell something along the way and... 
Yeah, is I think there... what it is is that, you know, once the CD comes out, we'll be back out as a band because we've been absent for a year and a half. A year yeah. and a half since last February, since the pandemic started. Yeah. And uh, we've already played one gig, so we've got a few lined up. Once the CD comes out, promote that, get the band back out on the um, circuit, and... Um, you know, start pushing it on you know Spotify. Because sure. we've we've had uh, minor successes with the previous CDs with certain songs getting a lot of yeah, listeners. Uh, I saw listeners. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you get on playlists and stuff? We got on playlists. So searching for them, asking them to get on, on it. You know. Really? Where you know, were you they, searching for them? Because I want to know this. I'm there's like a, there's <laughs> a thing called the Indie Bible, which right. is like an independent Bible it has radio station lists, and I've got lists and lists and lists. Really? And sending out emails, email blasts. I mean, yeah. personalized ones that you really want to get on. I mean, it's a lot of. Fucking work. work. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's exhausting. Which is why Ben just I'm gave good me at the side. <laughs> nice. Because he realized it was a lot of yeah, work. I mean, and he was I, like, yeah. Hector. It's a get lot of work. <laughs> I'm really good at I'm really good at doing like rote bullshit that yeah. is mindless because I worked in an office for like fifteen years. Right. You know, I got the four seasons where it's like dedicated, like heavy duty typing. Sure, heavy sure, duty. sure. So this is like five o'clock in the morning. Just send in stuff out. Send in personalizing it, just send zip, zip, zip. Right. Well I've got I've got that kind of like ridiculous ability of being like mindless and being able to do crap like that. That's cool. So you're just sending emails out to get So when it comes to getting on these Spotify playlists, you're just sending them emails, huh? Yeah, sending out emails. Yeah, emails. 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 Personalized emails. And then also there's like things called um not SoundCloud. But um, like SoundBank or some stupid little thing that have like people put out their own playlists and you submit your song to them and see if they'll accept it and blah blah. blah nice. Because right. I saw you had a lot of listeners. Yeah, Dakota and I was Rose like, How did you got get like so many. Yeah. Dakota Rose from our previous CD yeah. got forty. It's like that forty four, forty five thousand streams great. already. Yeah. And um, but it's gotten radio airplay too because right. we've been sending out to radio stations and then around awesome. the world. And it's got a little tiny. On Apple Music, over the past 12 weeks, for some reason, in Mexico, they're listening to Dakota Rose. It's like, how's that happening? <laughs> Someone's so playing cool. it somewhere. Yeah, we don't have fun. any idea. It's fun. But yeah. they're listening, so, and they're listening to it on Apple Music, so. Cool. I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, I... You know, one of the things that we do, we're, we're doing a lot right right now in Kilbillies, but one of the things we're not doing is that, just sitting at home and plugging the the, yeah. the originals like and getting them more plays. And I, so, all right, the Indie Bible, I guess I've got some work to do. Yeah, right? the Indie Bible. And they have yeah. a complete list of all different like venues if you're touring around the country. Um, is that where you're... Radio is that stations, magazines, right. um, the whole bit, the whole nine yards, Spotify playlists. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. with the Spotify playlists in particular... Like, how are you finding out about them from that? From, from that. And then also, um, I've done a lot of research. There's also other sources that will sell you yeah, Spotify playlists, you know, yeah, of, of, of uh, executives and, you know, scene makers, whatever you call them. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, influencers. Influencers, yeah, yeah. they're called influencers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fucking yeah. insane. It's just right. like yeah. um, being out of doing that type of stuff for a while and then, Walking into the 21st century, <laughs> when the first CD came out in 2018, and looking at how different it was, you know, yeah. and the blogs and like, um, it was yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck happened to the 
Not that we were ever really in the music industry before much, but I mean, it was totally like, totally like different. It yeah, but it's so great. different. But it's, yeah. great. it's great. It's you great because people get to listen to your stuff. Yeah. I mean, when you're yeah. depending on record labels to pick you up, yeah. that's the only way we were going to hear fucked. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that didn't happen, no that's one's going to hear That's not the case. It's, so it's definitely more democratic now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really is. And yeah, and like, you know, America, like how much you work is how well you're going to do at the end of the day. Yeah. I think someone said, I, I, I don't know who it was, but I just saw someone on, on social media, I saw someone wrote the uh what was it uh there's a there's a lot of uh musicians um out there putting an amateur amount of hours and expecting a professional career out you know and, yeah no yeah and and, no. and and like you know that's true you got to put the work in if you, you want if go. you want if you want to have a if you want to be a professional musician with a music career you got to put professional hours in you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's a lot of work and then like if there's like a little yeah. bit of a bite you make sure that you do a follow-up email and yeah. You know, uh, develop some type of relationship, even though they may not be long lasting. At least it's there, and yeah, you know, yeah. you might get a little bit more airplay on a radio station or a little bit more time on the the playlist yeah. know, on Spotify. You know, um, well, I mean, the fact that it, you know, aside from the fact that your music is good, the fact that it has worked and you have got thousands of views shows that it, you know, it's it's effective. So, it, you know, I, I know yeah. what I'm doing when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> get it out there! Get it out there! That was close. You're good. Don't worry yeah. about it. And hopefully, this new CD will do even better than, than the last yeah, one. Yeah, I hope so. Well, Bron's getting um, fidgety over there, so why don't you guys Just go the... and play us some songs? Okay, absolutely. Yeah, All right, awesome. sounds good. So the first song we're going to play is off our new CD. Cool. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Stole my cigarette just when the lights turned green. I got my eyes on you. Sweet Jesus, I confess, you might just be the best, the best at what you do. And if you think I'm gonna cry, I'll make it up to you. Last night the world is flat Take a second and imagine that My skies are never blue But then you came along Singing to my favorite song What am I supposed to do? And if you think I'm gonna crash I wanna crash with you I've got a crush on everything You do, oh yeah. Take it up and take it down. Turn it up and turn around. Tell me what you wanna do. Keep it cool and keep it hot. Let it stop, don't ever stop. Tell me what you wanna do. I hear when stars collide that they don't really die, that they don't disappear. It's just some cosmic dust. It's just a part of us Ask me if I care Break it down, 
and take it down Turn it up and turn around Tell me what you wanna do Keep it cool and keep it hot Let it start, don't ever stop Tell me what you wanna do Oh yeah Take it up and take it down Turn it up and turn around Tell me what you wanna do Keep it cool and keep it hot Let it start, don't ever stop Tell me what you wanna do What you wanna do What you got to What you want to What you have to Tell me what you wanna do Keep it cool What you wanna do Come on Tell me what you wanna do
what you want, you're what I need. You can end it all right here. Never say a word. Let the wheels of love go. Today on 561 Music, we're sponsored by Handlebars, which is it's a, a bar up in Sequester, a biker bar, and uh, it was reopened by my father-in-law, Peter Pinot. He's done a really great job of it. Um, it used to be Judy's, and uh, there's it, always been a biker bar on that spot for a really long time. And um, before that, I think it was something else, but it's been a biker bar for years and years and years. And... Uh, it's a really good time up there, and uh, we've got great food, got a, a ton of different beers on tap, um, nice cold beer, and it's a great place if you're out on a ride to just stop stop off and uh, you know have a bite to eat and have a beer. It's perfect for that. It's basically what the place is for. But we also cater to anyone who wants to come and hang out there, you know, um, got plenty of parking so uh if you if you your bike is uh out of commission or if you don't ride and you're you just uh, coming in a car then uh come, come and swing by and check it out it's a, it's full of characters um you know a lot of local bikers are um drinking there and hang out in there and uh and also a whole host of other different types of people we've got bernsey on the grill doing a great job jamie behind the bar she's lovely and uh it's a lot of fun. We actually have the Cravens playing there for this bike night coming up in November. So um, if you're um, around on the second Thursday of November, you'll be able to see the Cravens playing there from six to nine. And um, yeah, we, we also have music on Saturdays uh, from six to nine. And uh, it's a good time, a good time to be had. What do you think of the play sector? Handlebars, good food, good beer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the new slogan. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, we, we're also sponsored by Harmony Management. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, Hector? so uh, Mary over at Harmony Management, uh, uh, basically uh, I have a little blurb here that I'll, I'll read off to you. Uh, does it overwhelm you to walk into your small business or home or office? Sometimes all you need is just a little help, and that's where Harmony Management Group can help you, offering anywhere from just a few hours a week of office help for basic office tasks like filing and organizing to full-service businesses. 
uh, business offerings like bookkeeping, payroll, tax services, data entry, scheduling, invoices, and much, much more. She is slowly becoming the go-to accountant for artists and musicians because of her understanding of the music and art business. She can service all of your business needs and tailor plans specific to your business spectrum. There's no need to stress and worry about all the little things in your business or the big things for that matter. Take a deep breath. Call Mary at Harmony Management Group at 561-420-5652. It's Mary at Harmony Management Group at 561-420-5652. Tell her Ben and Hector from 561 Music sent you. You won't be disappointed, and in fact, you'll be relieved that you did. Let Harmony Management Group put the zen back in your life. And, uh, yeah, Mary Mary takes care of us. She does a bunch of stuff for us. Um, she's uh, an outstanding uh, business person, an outstanding human being. Um, she uh, she definitely knows her her stuff. But just, just – uh, Tread lightly on bothering her this week because it's tax extension week. So she's trying to get that <laughs> stuff done right now. Yeah, don't I know. For all the slackers like me that haven't filed their taxes yet. Yeah, are you doing it soon? That's where I'm oh, at right God, now, man. filing my taxes. I hate, I hate taxes. Pretty stressful. Um, my taxes wife, and death. I hate them both, and you can't avoid either one. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, Christy, uh, my wife, Christy does our taxes because she's really smart and um it's, I, I have to tread very lightly around the house this week. Let me put it that way. Yes. <laughs> uh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, cool. Could you tell us a little bit about what those songs are about, guys? Um, well, Ron and I were just actually talking about what you want to do, even though um, about the lyrics the other day. And it's, it's really, when you hear it, it's really kind of sleazy. Um, <laughs> sleazy? It's not sleazy. Hey, it's rock and roll. It's, it's, um, it's. It's a pickup. It's a pickup song. Uh, a, a guy in a car, uh, he's Pick picking up, up a girl. girl, instantly is in love with her. Instantly. Oh, okay. And if we crash, or I want to crash together. Cool. I've got a crush on everything, but especially on you. Right. Um, you know, and then getting a little philosophical, but it doesn't mean anything you know, right. about the universe and stuff. Sure. Ask me if I care about that because this is what's going on. <laughs> right. And what do you want to do? With me. (laughs) I know what I want to do. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Rock on. Perfect. So that's just where the sleaze factor is. It's very sleazy. And then the second one is kind of like an old love. Hooking up with Mm -hmm. an old love from, you know, from your younger years. Gotcha. And and seeing her for the first time in a long time. time and still I like the line her. about, you know, it's what you do, not what you say that matters. Yeah. And that, yeah. that that's, that's you know, the code I live by these days. Yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah. Not what you say. What yeah. You yeah. And then um, I'm you still willing. Like I love you. I'm yeah. still willing to fly for you. I'm yeah. still your bird. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah, both, yeah, both songs were great. The first one was really hopping. I can't, I can't. Uh, I can't wait to hear it, you know, full band. full band. That's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and the, that, the recording's was... coming out in about within the month. Yeah. So you'll yeah. hear it then. That, we'll, so, we'll use that as a single. Yeah, I so tell us, tell us about that. So you guys have this CD coming out, and your CD releases at Matthew's Brewing? Matthew's. November 14th, is it? Okay. One to yeah. four, right? It's an afternoon. No, no, that's the gig coming up. I think Matthew's um, Brewery's in the day too. It's, it's in the afternoon. It it's on a Sunday. It's the fourteenth of Maybe November. Some. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Some um, belly dancers there. We've heard food trucks, yes. from what I understand. Um, belly dancers. Belly dancers. Yeah. 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 All, all, all yeah. kinds of stuff. That's cool. Yeah. So it's going to be an event. Um, yeah, the CD's awesome. called Cravenology. Nice. Um, yeah. As you can see on the T-shirt. Yep. Oh yeah. And uh, we're wrapping it up in terms of uh, getting the final mixes done. Um, everyone's reviewing it. All five of us are. Uh, giving good input in terms of 
little tweaks that need to be yeah. made in, here and there. Uh, we didn't even mention the other two guys' names. It's Dennis Ambrose. He plays bass. He's an cool. old friend of the three of ours. And then Bill nice. Meredith is the drummer who plays in a number of local bands. And Ron and Bill went to high school yeah. together. Oh, cool. So they've known each other for a long time. And Dennis was... I mean, and Dennis and Ron were in a band called Crossfire Choir, which were actually... Signed to Geffen Records in the eighties. Steve really? Lilly, uh, Steve Lilly White produced their album. Cool. You know, David Geffen was all up with them, yeah. and then they got. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, they were signed to the big league, and something happened along the way. I don't know. Something always does. Yeah. Something always does. <laughs> something always does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the reason why but, record companies aren't important anymore. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but but Dennis, the bass player, when he first joined us, he was flying in every yeah. weekend to play with us from New York. Really, he works in New York. He was taking the red eye in, flying, and wow. that's playing, cool. playing the weekend with us, and flying back. That's dedication. And, yeah, because yeah. he was still up in the city. Yeah, know, he, right. he was we in, were all yeah. up north for a while, um, right. but he was still there. He was, yeah, but it was great. He was dedication coming down. Then he yeah. finally moved, met a girl, and that's cool. moved in. That moved says, down and, says something about you guys, uh, you know, friendship and musician wise. Yeah. You know, like for somebody to want to take those kind of lengths to to still play with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great guy. Amazing bass player. Amazing. Yeah, really, cool. really yeah that's excellent. Player. How many tracks do you guys have on the album? 11. We hope. <laughs> it? It's either going to be we 10 will. or 11. There's 11 we're working on. So there's, so there's officially 10. There might be an 11th super <laughs> hidden secret no, there, track. No, there, there's officially 11. There might be like eight. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll release the other ones like, you know, as singles or something. I don't know. A lot of work. I think it's all going to work out. It'll all work yeah. out. I think it's all going to work out. I think it'll be a surprise. You got turn plenty of time. It's fine. Turn, turn, just turn don't around. Sleep. It'll be okay. That's what's happening. Yeah. Not sleeping is definitely what's. I tell you what, it's What's it's really on? awesome. You guys are very good, and and it was, you know, we don't usually have like more than two people play, and so we were flapping around, going like, oh no, how are we going to handle this? But we it all worked out really great, and the song sounded fantastic. And it, you know, it's testament to the fact that you don't usually do it like this, but you still pulled it off with yeah, complete yeah. style and panache. And it was really well, thank, cool. you. thank you, thank you very much. And I love the I love the dual singing too. It's like you know, it's the same lyrics. There's not much harmony. It's just the same word. Sounds great. Yeah, thank really you. Yeah, it's like a the unison thing. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a trademark of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, little harmonies here and there, but kind of like. And know, I didn't realize until you know we started talking now that um, your brothers and 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 it makes sense that why you're you're because you, I was noticing when you were playing that a lot of your intonation, the way you say words and things, was very similar. Yeah. And I was like, who's copying who? But probably neither because you're yeah, brothers. Just, you know? just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was like, for the longest time we were so connected that um, like when we were teenagers when we were first starting to play with each other. We wouldn't even need to talk to yeah, each other. We'd, 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 like, it we'd just mentally just kind of like look Pick, at each other uh, and write a song or even communicate like, like, do, 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 do. It's really, <laughs> it's still yeah. pretty weird. It's, we're still pretty weird in that sense that we're still like, you know. <laughs> a mom and dad said we had our own, our our own, own language. language. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. and then, you know, when we were first starting out, it was very, you know, like Everly Brothers, you know, harmonies, yeah. you know, but <laughs> that kind of stopped when we started getting more rock and roll. Yeah, once we, yeah. yeah. I the like the came out. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really good. Sounds yeah. really Thank good. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank Sometimes you. I give James a little bit of a hard time for singing just basically exactly the same thing as I'm singing, but I might start encouraging him to do it. Sounds cool. Yeah. Very like cool. Thank you. Thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, the last thing we do is uh, we just talk about the gigs we've got coming up. And um, I guess with you, what's your, you guys' next gig? Our next gig will be in Stewart on oh, the 16th, this Sunday, at yeah. Riverwalk. 
Yeah. At the uh, so little amphitheater there. They they're have. dealing with Ron there, right? Is he, did he book you, Ron Hart? I don't know who booked you. Yes. Ron Ron would get it. Ron would Yeah, That's yeah. a fun gig. We just, did, we just did that a few weeks yeah. ago. That's, River, a, that's, that's a, great. Get a good crowd great there. Great sound guy. Oh, it sounds amazing. It was the two guys together. Are they brothers? Are they? I know. They always hang out. Just really nice Yeah, it is a great place. Really nice great place. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, over the years we've done it a few times because Ron's been booking Killbillies for like Eight years, something like that. Two hundred years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Um, big up, Ron. If it, I don't know if he ever listens to it. Well, maybe I'll tell him he's mentioned it, and then he will listen to it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, and then of course, uh, li- when you guys came in here, we we uh, I took the opportunity to book you for Bike Night at Handlebars. Yeah, which yeah, is great. Yeah, great. Playing that, that's great. came in here and got a gig. Yeah, yeah. Do that more often. <laughs> Craven, <laughs> the Cravens have a long tradition of playing at Biker Bars, so. Oh yeah, hopefully from yeah. from uh, Port St. Lucie down to That's Fort right. Lauderdale. So yeah, we'll do guys, it. We'll you do definitely it. got the vibe, so I'm really looking forward. Is to it that. a cool? Yeah. Pl- I I don't know it, but oh, Ron, yeah. you know yeah, it, right? Yeah, it's right off of the main drag. There. Yeah, it's okay. it's a small place, but it's got a cool vibe to it. Okay, so. okay, yeah. Yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. And what we got coming up? Uh, we got a bunch of stuff. We have uh, um, you are playing solo on Friday night. Okay, thanks um, for where, reminding me. Where's that? Where's that uh, uh, I, I it, oh, I know where it is. Island Route, Royal Royal Palm Beach, and yeah, yeah. Island Route, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then Saturday, uh, you and James are doing a duo at uh, uh, Square Grouper. Yeah, yeah. We and, do that from three to six, and, and then there's the one in Jupiter. Yep. And then we have full band from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Saturday night at Average Joe's. Yeah, Average Joe's interestingly is the is one of the very first places that Kilbilly's ever played. But back in the day when I used to, it was just me and Micah before there was even a bass player. Right at oh, the wow. beginning, we used to play there, and um, they liked us so much they made a a radio commercial. It was on the Gator, and they used to like promote. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, cool. So they gave cool. us a real boost right at the beginning mm. of Kilbilly's. Yeah, yeah that's right? awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and then Sunday you've got your uh, your live stream right here at Live Music Community. Yeah, it's you know, ben, that's it. Ben's solo live stream. So if anyone's curious um, to watch me completely terrified playing every single song I've ever written alone on an acoustic guitar, <laughs> um, watch on Sunday uh, at seven p.m. I will right. be uh, I'll be terrified and then I'll and with three ca- I love cameras to hear what you do. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I love to hear your stuff. Yeah. It's live and it's interactive so you can heckle him if you don't. <laughs> <Yeah. Uh-oh. laughs> no, I've been practicing like crazy for that because uh, I've a lot of the songs I've never played on my own. I have played quite a lot of them on my own, but some of them, you know, I always played with the band so I've been figuring out these finger picking arrangements and stuff so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. All right then. Well, thanks for coming. Well, thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, can't wait to see you all live, and uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, nice meeting you all. Yeah, 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 nice meeting you. Yeah, thanks, good. guys. Yeah, Appreciate it. Good. All right. All right. Peace out. Bye.